Hello everyone and uh, welcome to the latest edition of the Echoes uh, Everton podcast. Uh, feels like a long time since we've done one. We're back and, and the footy's back, so uh, well the proper footy I think is fair to say is back and everybody's uh, looking forward to Saturday, Everton Entertain Villa. Um, but a whole host of subjects and issues and topics to discuss and, and chew over and uh, argue over this afternoon. Um, me, Phil Kirkbride as usual, Greg O'Keefe. Footy tips to Tony Scott and again Gav Buckland is with us firing stats from all over the place bamboozling us and all sorts of business so we look forward to that just watch out for them um, so we, we were just having a little discussion about the agenda for today and, and where we may start and it's been you know another big week in the season of Gerard De La Feu and Greg we'll start with you mate um, five goals for his country you know he wears the captain's armband now um, he's in some terrific form something that has been suggested could De La Feu if required be the solution, so to speak, or an option for Everton in that number 10 position, given his assists, his, his producer season, you know, his creativity, his skill level, could he play there? I I wouldn't have said so if you'd asked me that question a month ago. I would have said absolutely not. Everton need a proper kind of number 10 of by craft, by trade, someone who's played there for a long time and someone who's got that mouse and that experience. However, having watched the way he's performed before the international break, you know, some of the moments when he's cut inside and played those sumptuous defence splitting passes, like the one to to uh, Makaku at Upton Park, mm. that was from a bit of a. He didn't play that from out on the touchline. No, no, no. He cut yeah. inside and and played that. So I can see why it's a topic uh, of which might you know deserve some sort of exploration. But I'd still want Everton to buy a proper number ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't see why it does. It wouldn't hurt to see if he could do a job there, but for me, it's a little bit like trying to square peg round. Yeah, a bit. Not quite I mean, I was about to say Bain to midfield, but I actually don't think that's a bad idea, yeah. and I think that could work one day. But it's a little bit like he's just getting good at what he's good at. Well, he's just getting brilliant at what he's good yeah, at. Yeah. Let him flourish in that role rather than trying to just yeah. cram him into a different role. Have you you sort of brought that that idea and that prospect to the table today? I mean, what, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, would we? Would we? Would it be a case of if it, if it was necessary that somebody was injured, like Barkley was injured or something, or would you even advocate the idea of no, you'll start at number ten, even if? Yeah, it's it. I'm I'm with Greg, but I'm a bit stronger. I think you know I, I'd like to see it looked at. I think don't, it wasn't just the ball at West Ham; it was the ball against Sunderland, wasn't it? I was trying to think mm. the last Everton player who played two balls like that, you know, like. For a striker to run on to, so I can't remember any, even in like the last 10 15 years, you know, where two from reasonably deep as well, not just sort of like 10 yard passes. And uh, I think definitely I would look at it. I mean, I know that leaves an op- problem on the right wing, mm. but you want your best players to Got enough right wing, haven't we? Haven't we? <laughs> but whether you know it is quality, um, I, I personally think that you know of that ability then I think we should should have a look at it um, and, and he's in you know he's obviously in good form at the mm. moment I mean the one di- one thing different him now than two years ago I just think his delivery full stop yeah, yeah. is a lot better his, his final ball I mean not only those cr- uh, two balls that he put in for Lukaku but his crossing he's got that weird cross where he doesn't appear to chip it yeah, he sort of yeah. like tops it doesn't he in the ball it's a bit like the Ronaldo up. free yeah yeah like you and Peter Lloyd <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but 
he sort of tops the ball, doesn't he? Sort of skids. It's yeah. a funny and technique. It, yeah, and it, it causes lots of problems for, yeah. for defenders. Um, and I, I definitely think he he's definitely an option, and he's in good form. And uh, we've got quite a few options in the round of at the moment. I think it's worth Tony, I'll get your opinion. The man who's been campaigning for two wingers on the pitch for about 18 years now. Would you, would you, if you saw a team sheet with with, with Gerard at number 10, go well? We're, we're losing more than we're gaining because we're losing his ability on the wing. Yeah, I, I disagree with the lads next to me. I, I feel as if Gerard Delafeu is an out-and-out winger for me. I can see where the points are coming from. Was yeah. where he's going to create quite a lot playing as a number 10, but. One thing the lads has got, which not many players at Everton Football Club have got, is pace. And he is like he is lightning. He is really, really fast. And we need to get his crosses into the box as much yeah. as possible. I think he'd be more, his attributes are suited more as a winger. I think he can beat defenders. He yeah. can cross the ball. And I think we need to keep him as an outlet on the wing because if he starts coming more central, Everton are one-dimensional for me as a centre. We need to start getting some width into the team yeah. and by only playing him on the wing yeah. we'll only announce Everton's chances. So I need I think we need to keep Gerard Delafeu as an out on our winger for now. I can see where the guys are coming yeah, from, yeah. their points quite valid, but yeah. for me, an out on our winger. Yeah. No I'd agree and you know on the wing is where he's you know he's been brilliant this season if you say Greg and the the more sort of the better he plays and if, the longer he continues this form, this concern that Barcelona will look to yeah. activate the buyback clause will not go away. So just a quick rundown for people that aren't quite sort of maybe up to speed with it. Barcelona have buyback option in the first two seasons of his three-year contract. The price goes up after the second year. I think it's from nine million euros in the first to twelve million in the second. There's all sort of complexities about Everton. You know, would have uh, first refusal to buy him back if he went, and you'd have to go back into the first team squad of Barcelona. All various. That's an things. interesting one, by the way. Yeah, I just, I just, yeah. you know, as we sit here, do you think in the summer he would realistically go back to Barcelona? No chance. Look, I love him. I, I'm signed up to a fan club. Gerard Delafeu fan club. I wonder what your badge was, yeah? Yeah, that's, that's what that badge is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the other one, Tony's got his winger wanker. <laughs> He's obsessed with wingers. If he was a manager, yeah. he'd just sign wingers. Yeah. yeah. He moans about Martinez, but they've got a lot in common when it comes to wingers. <laughs> I have to put him. Um, we don't play them. <laughs> we signed enough of them. Yeah, we signed enough of them, just don't play them. I don't think at the moment Delafeu's getting anywhere near that Barcelona team. Yeah. There's very few players in world football who would. Mm. John Stones has probably won the match yeah, yeah. but that's a, it's a different podcast but I don't think that we've got much to worry about now I could be famous last word he could go on and score double figures and crucially do it against a United or an Arsenal mm. and that's when the Barcelona scouts are going to start sitting up and paying attention as much as we love these defence split passes against Sunderland no one's arsed at the new camp mm. that's, that's whatever yeah. do you know what I mean they've players <laughs> you only have to look at Stokes here no, yeah. how Boyan can't get, he would get in most Premier League teams outside the top three maybe yeah 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 and he was just a, on all, well obviously he played quite a lot for Barcelona yeah, more than Jerry has yeah, but he's a bit yeah, older yeah yeah but he's at Stoke now yeah so I, I wouldn't worry about Barcelona in the yeah, summer yeah. my concern would be other clubs maybe but obviously that's that's out of the terms yeah, of deal yeah. it's all about Barca buyback. back yeah and so for me we haven't got anything to worry about for the time yeah. haven't they Go got an embargo Barcelona uh, up till January, I think. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, and I think the terms of the deal was it had to be the end of the season, so January wouldn't be an issue from, from what we understand anyway. Yeah. But in, in terms of, I mean, I asked Gav, I asked Roberto about this a couple of months ago before the latest sort of stories about it came out this week, and he was hinting that, yeah, Barcelona could come back in for Jerry, 
but it's up, then turn up to, then up to the player where he wants to go and he was hinting that he, he wants to find a home now and be settled and he doesn't want to keep going back and forward and yeah. back and forward yeah I, I was thinking about that when I was reading the detail of the contract I mean there's potential for him to do that in the contract he'll just go back and forward between <laughs> yeah. Evan and Barcelona isn't it I would say if Barcelona put in a clause you obviously rate him yeah. that, that's yeah. the first thing I would say um, and the second the second thing is he's obviously had that didn't go well last year for him and I think that's in our favour mm. I think that actually you know he sort of went out back on loan to, to Seville wasn't it yeah, yeah. Um, which is not ideal um, he's got a, he's got a taste for the club by the looks of it and I think, you know, a bit like one or two of our other players, the best at this stage in his career stay with stay with Evan. I think we've got a number of players like that at yeah. the moment. Yeah. Uh, and uh, hopefully he can he can flourish. Mm. Uh, and he's certainly got the potential. And you know, I look forward to him really kicking on now. Uh, and I'd like to see him score a few more goals as well. Yeah. He's, he's quite a decent uh, decent finisher when he gets the chance. I think he had two shots in the Premier League this season according to the stats and one goal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one went in. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and just more opportunities maybe that points to him like playing a bit more in the middle but there, there you go but now I think his best place at the, for his career at the moment is, is Evan and I'd see that certainly for the next uh, what, three years of his contract yeah. I'm, just, I'm having that by the way the stat man just got out stat up there well, yeah, I yeah. think Stato Junior's on well, it well I have to double check and verify <laughs> that oh he's backing <laughs> off now <laughs> but no he, he, was, he was something quite startling I saw, I saw it yeah. this week is that true that underlines exactly what Gav's saying I'm really surprised he's only had two shots but he's but you can't have it both ways in the fact that he's we're lauding him for his maturity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's yeah. It is something quite startling, but we'll uh, we'll get back to you on that one. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but we check he hasn't made up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I never say that, by the way. You know, <laughs> I'm always firm and confident. Yeah. Not necessarily right, but you know, <laughs> firm and confident. I'm, I'm massively right. unorganised. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that you know potentially could be an issue in the summer. Yeah. But let's just look forward as it's approaching fast January. Uh, so couple of names uh, that are in the frame and one's definitely happening young Matty Falls and Berry will join when the January window opens uh, as a prospect but a name that we put out there this week is somebody that Everton are monitoring and, and weighing up is Ron Vlaar the out of sort of free agent defender former Villa captain where would you would you like to see him added to the squad yeah it's, it's looks like a bit of a good deal he's a free isn't he yeah, yeah. so yeah we've got um, Phil Jagielka Junez Mori He's he's got back up for them, isn't he? So yeah, I'm obviously John Stones as well. But it, it obviously you don't want to read too much into it. if if he comes in, then the alarm bells are going to start ringing or the yeah. John Stones saga yet again because we're going to go back to square one again, aren't we? In January, if bids start coming in, so yeah, I'd I'd like to see him add to the squad. It's a win-win, isn't it? It's a free. Mm. He's experienced. He's played in World Cups. He's played in the Premier League. He's a good solid defender. So yeah, I'm more than happy to add him to the squad. Just on that though, man, you mentioned January and Stones. I mean. Martinez has again said this this week, said on Thursday, we're not going to sell our big players in January. So given what happened in the summer and the way Martinez and the club were insistent that Stones wasn't going anywhere, have you listened to that and gone, well, I'm pretty comfortable that he means that and he, we won't be selling Stones in January? I think from what managers say and what happens are two different things for me. I, if money talks in football and if the big clubs, obviously, they're, they're going to be watching them. The scouts have been watching them recently, we, we, we all know that. I think all Evertonians deep, deep down know he's not going to be at the Everton for the rest of his career. No. He's not going to be at Everton in five years' time. I think over the next 18 months, he'll be in another club strip. We all know that. It's just how long we can keep him for and how much we can get money for him. That, that's yeah. the whole top and bottom of it. Me, deep down, I think he'll go in the summer. and that'll, Will it suit both parties, Greg, your opinion? 
Every time you say money talks, I just think of you in the crocs singing, <laughs> singing blue jeans on the, on the karaoke. That's a little flashback there. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think just a, literally a personal opinion. I think John Stones will go in the, in the summer. Uh, it sounds so negative, doesn't it? Just let's enjoy him while we've got him. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, watching him playing for England at Wembley on Tuesday night, chatting to Phil picked up on. Sometimes he's that good. Some of the inter- older internationals around him almost can't react to how good and brave and, and sophisticated he is and bringing that ball out from the back. He was doing it and they were like wilting away from him, not giving him an option. Yeah. He's, uh, like I said earlier, he's, he's Barcelona class for yeah. me. Yeah. And I do hope that when we lose him, obviously it's a when, it is to say a Barca or a Real Madrid and not Chelsea. Yeah. I'd hate to see him go to he's, Chelsea. He's, really he's too good for Chelsea now, isn't he? He actually is too good yeah, for Chelsea. I think Martin is intimated that last summer didn't he perhaps I I, I agree but going back to the January transfer window do you think that might be influenced by whether we're still in the uh, the Capital One Cup as well or whatever you mean just to give us we've got both semi-finals in January aren't Mm. they and I don't know like players can be cup tied but in terms of maybe bringing players who are not in cup tied you've got got two semi-finals plus the FA Cup starts haven't you in, in January yeah and I think that month could be quite we've got uh, City and Chelsea that yeah, month as well haven't we as well, quite, quite a busy month and maybe even the, you know, the final as well um, and definitely I think the final and I think that, that might come into play as well if, we, yeah. if we're still in the uh, I can never remember who the sponsor is this season Capital, yeah. Capital <laughs> One Cup and I think that might come into interesting getting yeah. somebody's loans in, maybe yeah. would you think yeah, give yeah. a straight record yeah because yeah. yeah. you know it's not often we've been in three competitions after you know both well, both domestic cup competition. Mm. Sorry, after after the new year, and I think that could that could definitely come into his thinking. Yeah. My, my my thoughts on John Stones is I know I've said this privately in the past is I think he's wasted the centre half. I'd want to see him. Centre mid, you want, don't you? I'd, I'd see him. I'd want to see him playing in front of the. Like a sweet like Dyer. Like Dyer. Yeah, like like if we say I'm not saying like replacing James McCarthy, but in that in that sort of role, because you want your best players further up the pitch. And he could, I could just imagine him playing, sort of, you know, between the sort of, you know, uh, just in front of the uh, the back four, and playing that that patch of pitch between in front of the back back four and just behind the striker. I think he'd be, that would be where he'd get the best. Up. I'd like to, good enough. That I'd love to it. see that. I'd love to see him given a chance to show what he can do there. One of the things I love about the John Stone story, and it's probably we should do a separate podcast on it, is. It just proves like those kind of things in football that sometimes you'll get surprised by. He's this good. Why wasn't he at a Premier League academy? It's the romance of it. He was at Barnsley playing right right back. Yeah. And he's gone from being this young raw right back at Barnsley, you know what I mean, to being a lad with the world at his feet. Like, why wasn't he at City's academy? Getting boot deals thrown at him since he was 11. It just, I love the fact that you can still get surprised in the yeah. modern game. Absolutely. I mean, look at Ashley Williams. I mean, he's been one of the best best defenders in the uh, the Premier League being brilliant for Wales at international level he's been knocking about with Swansea Vardy Williams Vardy I love that that you've still got yeah. even this day and age yeah. little stories that can raise an eyebrow like that and make you well, think that there's more we're talking in a week sorry to work mm. well Deli Alley's been the, the, the talk of the town all week he was at MK Dons you know mm. so was Brendan you know we signed Mason Holgate from Barnsley etc etc and I expect that will continue Evan looking for those you know raw Raw talent, you know. Well, you look at Everton's back four there, and you've got Seamus Coleman, who comes from Sligo, you've got Phil Jagielka, who you've got from Sheffield United. 
it, the, the, the players are there, obviously. So in, it's not worth taking a punt there. You, you've got to in these types of players. You, well, you you're going to give us a rendition of 60 grand then. Voices a bit froggy from last night. <laughs> I always dispute the fact that six, when you say 60,000 is the best 60,000 pound transfer ever have done because we bought Peter Reid for 60,000 pound as well. So uh, yeah. I would I would say that, that you know, love Seamus, but I don't think he's quite into the Peter Reid. Uh, more, but well, what a deal! Yeah, and and I think I think it's really encouraging for English football that there is there is players still out there, um, and hopefully there'll be you know players coming through the Everton Academy. As we've spoken about yeah. on 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 the podcast before, and I think that that's encouraging. You know, you don't need to go abroad all the time. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Between us, do we know? <laughs> what was I calling them? Ben Folds. Matty Folds, yeah. Matty Folds. Ben Folds, five over yeah, yeah, Is he yeah. a left, left side left, defender? Left oh, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, we, we haven't got enough of them, have we? Yeah, left yeah. footed defender, he's 17. So, we play on the wing, that's know, what we all need. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 17, so you, you're looking at maybe, depending on, on, on how good he is. I haven't seen him, so I can't really comment, but obviously, you know, he's going to be a couple of years probably away from the first team at least. But, you know, in that time, you don't know what transpires. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Martinez always says to me, left sided defenders are at a premium, you don't find them. And, but he keeps finding yeah, them, so got five. Keep up at the yeah, keep, keep that coming, yeah. yeah. But, uh, um, well, naturally, we'll you know we said at the top of the podcast we will look at uh, the Villa game on Saturday. Villa are the visitors to Goodison. Um, Tony, are you in any way worried about the whole kind of new manager factor? Remy Gard's coming. He's had one game. Martinez says he doesn't worry that um, you know there's not much to go on in Guardsville. There's only one game, but he said no. I've seen his teams at Leon, so I know how I think they're going to approach the game. Would you be concerned by that surprise factor? Or? I'm not concerned personally, but I can see why fans mm. do to come to this. But I think it, it's the same 11, 12, 13 players that he's going to have in the squad. New yeah. managers going to have different tactics, yeah. But I think Everton have got to be beating Aston Villa. The majority of teams in the Premier League yeah. have been beating yeah. them this season. It's the same players who. Man for man, 11 versus 11, Everton have got better players than Aston Villa and yeah. should be beating them, especially at home. But I can see the theory on it, but I think if Everton get an early goal yeah, on Saturday, so. it should settle the nerves, and then Villa have got to come out and, and have a go then, yeah. rather than sit and back. So it will suit Everton, but we all go there that Everton do concede yeah. first, and was the odyssey of the time, don't we? Because so. <laughs> as you say, it was, it was the City game. You know they were resolute defensively, but yeah. they didn't really offer a great deal. Going City missed a few good chances. City really should have hammered them. Yeah. But, um, Greg, what do you, you think about it? Like? I can just see that because we've had this lull at the international break, I can just see us being sat, sat there tomorrow, mm. half an hour in, nervous as hell. Yeah. They've had a bright start, Everton I'm talking about, yeah. and then it hasn't quite gone their way and it's you know, like yeah. bottomed out a bit and all of a sudden Villa are having a go, mm. the narcs are kicking off. and it, it, <laughs> Honestly, I, well, I've just got a feeling, unless we fly at yeah. them and, and get an early, early goal like Tony says, my fear is that it won't be a comfortable afternoon because oh, of that yeah. Well, what I'm hoping Gav is going to supply me with right now <laughs> come on, Gav, come on. is that uh, taking away the Manchester United defeat after last international break, what was Martinez's record post-international? Think, seven wins yeah, and a draw? Yeah, seven wins and a draw. Yeah, yeah the draw against Liverpool, the 3 all, and that was nearly mm. a win, wasn't mm. it? Should have been. Um, so that was a, that's why I'm not quoting stats on the podcast anymore, because I said that before <laughs> the Man United game. <laughs> so I said after that, and that way Rooney never scored on Major yeah. side. So, got, you know, all my stats are shut down. So I'm not putting any stats out like that. I'm just making them up today, Gavin. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but no, I think... It's an interesting thing about what we do with the two Republic of Ireland players as well. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, we said before that in certain teams at home, can you afford the luxury of having two defensive midfielders? 
Yeah, uh, would you play 4-1-4-1? And I was thinking walking up tonight whether McCarthy's had two really yeah. pressurised games, hasn't he, for the Republic? Yeah. Done a lot and, of and whether tomorrow there's a case for saying 4-1-4-1 and actually putting James just for this game, yeah. based on the opponents and the fact that he's had two really, really tough and emotional games, whether there's a case for maybe resting them tomorrow and playing playing more... Yeah. I'm all like minded like Naismith yeah. or somebody yeah, else yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. No. Maybe drop Ross a bit yeah. deeper and play Naismith in behind. Yeah, there. so I'm not, I'm not sure where we're up to on Tom cleverly at the moment. I think he, I think he'd be in and around the yeah, squad. Squads, I don't yeah. know about starting. starting but yeah. I think definitely to play for you know look at four one four one tomorrow. Yeah. Bearing in mind the opposition and the two tough games James had. Um, I'd love to see that guy. Yeah, I think that would be something. I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's a good shout. I wouldn't be surprised if Sunderland was kind of like that, but yeah. with James a bit further yeah, forward. I mean, also, it's what's going on about new manager syndrome. I mean, Sam, I think, was that Sam's second or third game yeah. in charge Sunderland? Yeah, yeah. Are you Gavin up and just predicted the another 6 2 win. You heard it here first. Yeah, I mean, if you did the podcast before the Sunderland game, the general consensus was it was going to be a really, really tight game. I would probably shade a 1 0, and it was the most open <laughs> like, uh, attacking game we've seen a good one for many years so yeah. um, I, I just think that's something that I'll be looking at tomorrow uh, just to shake things up a mm. bit because we have got a surplus of players yeah. behind Lukaku at the moment a couple of them in good form where actually if you dropped them oh, I'm not sure whether it's deserved to be dropped so whether like he could put four behind Rom tomorrow mm. depends on, on, on the left back as well of course, yeah, yeah, of course. Whether, you know, if you play Baines, whether you could get away with 4 1 4 1. Uh, but, you know, with mm. Brenz in the left back, perhaps. Yeah. I don't think Baines, sorry to, I don't think it's out of Baines. I just don't think they can rush it. And then why would you if Galloway's fine? Yeah, yeah that's why the key, you? isn't it? Why would you? Yeah. Um, just speaking of the other, other end of that international spectrum in terms of. Uh, Lukaku and Morales didn't play uh, this week because their game was called off. So Rom, as we wanted to discuss Rom anyway, naturally brings it on. He's fresh toe. Yeah. I just generally, give me a. We always talk about Rom. He's always on the agenda. But how impressed have you been within this season? I I think quietly he's played very very well and, and looks a more rounded striker than ever before. And I'm just interested to know what you think about how he's playing. He's got back to back games now. He, for me, he's been Everton's star man so far this season his all-round play his hold-up play his assist his positional sense everything about his game he just matures as a centre forward and he, Everton, he's another one that Everton are lucky to have in my, in my bracket I think he's really really good centre forward one of the best I've seen in Everton shirt since I've been supporting Everton he's been really really on top form this season and he's one of them you can lay your hat on as getting 20 league goals a season yeah. every single season he'll do it and um, I, I think he'll score again because he's got a few goals against Aston Villa before in the past Gavin uh, will back me up on this you'll find that he scored in three of his four appearances <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <even> <laughs> against, uh, yeah. that uh, really man, is by man, the way man, Jack scored a both, uh, both games against Villa last yes, year unfortunately yeah. he's not, uh, not playing Tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. Um, just pick up. I know what Tony's saying when he says this. I'm just interested if you think, if you agree, are Everton lucky to have Rom? I know you say, I absolutely know what you're saying there. By the way, I'm just interested to know if you think that's. Say me and O'Reilly, I'd say we are, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> given, given that he he came out and said that uh, if he'd have been his agent when he left Chelsea, he wouldn't have gone to Everton in the first place. Bit of a mouth to say the least, mouth to mouth, yeah. Raiola, but. Uh, 
No, not really. I think glad, glad. I know where Tony's yeah, going I know, from. absolutely know where he's uh, going from. We're certainly glad to have him. Yeah. I don't know about lucky to have him. Well, let's, let's we, paid top, we paid top, top dollar for him, so uh, pay him 75 grand a week. Yeah, you can go and get that at most Premier League clubs, can't you? Champions League clubs. It's a fair point. Um, Wages maybe he could, yeah. You know, go on. No, most Premier League clubs he'd walk in, for me, in the team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, There's not many strikers out there against yeah, the team. You're trying to go season. So, in a sense, yeah. we're Everton a mid-table team right now. Mid-table between seventh yeah, and tenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are quite lucky to have a centre forward yeah. who's as good as Rom mm. playing for a team like Everton. That yeah. was that was the yeah, no, no, yeah, and just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. Uh, we're not lucky in this fact that he's yeah. come because of what the manager's created. I don't know. You yeah, know, you'd I, argue that. You know. I'd, I'd, I'd argue the point that he's lucky to have us as well. To be honest with you, there, where he's getting a game. A lot of our players built round him as, as a central striker. Yeah, yeah. He's, in, he's in front of supporters who've been quite uh, patient with him. Because I mean, I think Greg, you might have made the point after the West Ham game. There are occasions where he's done well. He can look lethargic and yeah. sort of bit. Yeah. I think that's just his, his general demeanour. Sometimes he just doesn't, you know, doesn't look as though he's. I won't say interested, but actually it's a relaxed relaxed character. Yeah. In his, yeah. there, was a, there was an interesting uh, thing the camera picked on at West Ham. I don't know if you've seen it where they. The game's in play and he's just walking across the pitch. And he, he basically walks across the pitch and there's a tackle about, you know, happening about like three or four yards away from him. He's, he'd been talking to Martinez at the time. He's right, just basically yeah. ignored the whole play going at and, and he can be like that sometimes. So I think, you know, we have played some stance and our whole team has been being now that. I think, uh, and, and, but I do agree with Tony. I think you can measure his progress by this time last year. He was saying what a master... Uh, magician Mourinho was yeah, for selling, selling Rom and bringing in Costa. Yeah. And now, whether twelve months later, people still think that as a managerial manager yeah, yeah. is is it? You know, and that, that okay, no Costa sort of forms there, but that also shows Rom's progress. Yeah, yeah, in that time, is is his uh, you know his, his play up you know in terms of blinking up play and his back to goal has improved. I wouldn't say he's no he's nowhere near the finished article there. Mm. Uh, but he's just and, and his two finishes were just great, you know, mm. uh, against Sunderland and West Ham. You know, one on ones because defenders don't play so deep now. Well, play a lot deeper now. One on ones at the keeper are very rare. Yeah, it's what mm. they used to be. But he finished with a pom and both, yeah. both times. Put, put one on Philly. One of his traditional, uh, one of the traditional criticisms from the Gladys Street was his touch, mm, his first yeah. touch. I've heard a lot less of that lately now. <laughs> You can't when you're a professional footballer and you're playing soft like you don't I don't know, you don't improve your first such do you? That's something you do when you're a kid, but mm. has it improved? Yeah. I, I mean definitely I mean there are Is that still... part of his hold up play in general. Yeah, I think it has. I mean there's still there are still times, I think there was an incident at West Ham where he looks like he's playing with steel toe caps on and he, he <laughs> yeah, uses yeah, it and yeah. poke down the line, doesn't he? But no, I think I as I said before, I think he's all round play. I just think quietly he's just become it's almost kind of just slipped into this role of now after that difficult first season when he was permanently our player, just become he's starting to become a figurehead of that team. I think now strong winning yeah. those headers that he's winning now that he wasn't winning last season. Yeah, and I just feel that I just you know what we what we saw in him you know a, a striker of his physique, power, pace, to instill fear in defences. I think he's starting to be realised now. Yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely. But I think you forget about his assists as well. You know, the, the one, yeah. the, you know, he's done one or two, Conair. really unusual assists. And, you know, before we started, I said to Phil, there's two things to remember is, one, he's only 22, and is there a better 20-year-old striker than him in the world, or, or like, sort of, you know, OK. Well, he's one of the best at his age. He's one of the best at his age in the world, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. to be fair. 
And I was, you know, I've seen most of it. Well, I've seen every Evans like it since well, since you know a long time ago. <laughs> and comparing them to some, you know, like say, say somebody like Graham Sharp, say when he was 22. Is a, is a completely different player to, to Roma, and that game chart became a great Evan Staker, but it took him to his mid 20s mm. to, to really start fulfilling his potential. But you see Roma 22 now, and you know, he's a far better player than like, his previous Evan Stakers at that age. Yeah. And as I say, he's one of the, must be one of the best in the world. I can't think of the top of my head, you know, I don't know what Neymar is, and he's not necessarily a, a front line Staker, yeah, yeah. So, um, you, you need to put that in context when we're giving them mm. stick and sort of. You know, it's still easy to forget though, isn't it? How young he is, because yeah. of, you know. Yeah, and he, he's got a lot more finesse, I think, this season. And uh, you know, he's another one. I think uh, hopefully next two or three years he can hopefully stay at Evan. Absolutely. You know. Well, go on, go on, Graham. No, I was just going to say that you know, getting back to lucky to have him. I do worry about if he ends up the season with 25 goals. Just because of his agent, really. Have a good Euros. My, my fear is that he'll be looking to move, move into a Champions League club. Occupational hazard of having good young players, I yeah. guess, isn't it? You know, this is the world we live in. This is this is not yeah. unusual territory for Evan, yeah. is it? I guess so. I think you just got to. Evan have invested a lot in him, though. Yeah, in terms of coaching resource, financially, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you'd hope he'd want to stay. But yeah, I mean, did stand. What, what's he worth? What before we wrap things up? What's he worth now? Well, what, what's he buying for? Twenty-seven, was it? Twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Forty. Yeah. I'd say about something I'd, I'd say more than that. Because the market's changed in that time, hasn't it? TV, TV, TV money's money yeah. like that. So if he has that, a great that, season again. I mean I, I think I think he'd be and and it's we don't want to sell him. And I know what you're saying about his age, but I'd say fifty. Why not? Yeah, because he, he's only 22, he's 23 yeah. under the season, whatever it is. You yeah. know, he's got he's got two more moves in it. Somebody buys him 50 million, and if he's these are the peak of his powers when he's 27, and somebody flogs him to buy Bayern Munich or Barcelona yeah. or somebody, they get top dollar for him. Aren't they? Chelsea bought him for 17, I think, wasn't it? Was that? Yeah, I think Chelsea bought so. him for 17. So since then, he's fulfilled his, a lot more of his potential at West Brom. Remember, he had a good season at West Brom, mm-hmm. and with Everton. In, in, so he's a far better player in that time. He surely can play in the Premier League. He surely can play in Europe, by the way. Because yeah. he was really good in Europe last season, wasn't he? Yeah. He'd be, talk- he'd be talking 50. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Let's cash the money now, then, eh? <laughs> yeah. 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 Lovely stuff. Well, hopefully, uh, Rom will be leading the line uh, fiercely uh, on Saturday and uh, scoring a plenty against Villa. Gav, we've already heard your prediction. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, come on. T- I'm, I'm going to go with 2-0 again. Right. Evan, yeah. So... Um, two-one Everton. Obviously, we'll concede as pay, but we'll win. <laughs> Always looking on the bright side. Aye. Come on, Greg. What's the word here? It's the first. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I don't like to copy. You see, I had two-one. Ah, right. Can I? I'll have two-one. I think it'd be two-nil. Um, I'm, I'm backing. Uh, I'm backing Everton to, uh, to ach- not concede. Achieve a clean sheet. Rom to score twice. Yeah, I did. You got the West Ham one right, didn't you? Did I? Yeah. One all yeah. against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's, that maybe was right. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for listening to our ramblings and musings about Everton and stay with the Echo for all the latest news and analysis on the Blues. Ben jij prijsbewust? Nu extra MB's bij Mijn Sim Only. Voor 12,50 per maand, onbeperkte minuten of sms'jes en 3500 MB 4G internet tijdens de Ben Prijsbewust Weken. Kijk op ben.nl.